0: your faithfulness morning after morning brand new mercies we endure father right now we ask for your mercy to come into this place as we come to hear your word father i pray let it be all of you and none of me for father we're in need to hear direction from you so that we won't be lost but truly be found in you So, Father, I pray that you will speak to us as we open up our eyes, of our hearts, to hear you more clearly to the hope of your calling. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Thank you, my great ministers of music and our musicians, amen, for that time of meditation and also the time of leading us in praise and worship this morning. Amen come to worship a great God, a great God that can do all things but fail. You're going to open up with me to the gospel according to Mark, the fifth chapter. We're going to look at Jesus and see how we too can be clothed in our right mind. Mark fifth chapter, we'll be looking at verses 1 through 20, but I'm going to read for our hearing uh, verses 14 to 20, and I'll be reading from the New Living Translation, Gospel According to Mark, fifth chapter. Starting at verse 14. Someone does not have it. Just say, hold on. If you have it, say amen. Amen. Well, let's read. The herdsmen fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane, and they were all afraid. Another translator says, and they see him sitting there clothed in his right mind. Then those who had seen what had happened told the others about the demon-possessed man and the pigs. And the crowd began pleading with Jesus, go away and leave them alone. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. But Jesus said, no, go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. So the man started off to visit the ten towns of the capitalists of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him, and everyone was amazed at what he told them. Praise God for his word. Clothed in my right mind. Tell your neighbor, Clothed in my right mind. As they make it person because you want to be in your right mind. It was a popular song that people might know the lyrics now. They probably didn't hear the song, but people are saying that y'all about made me lose my mind up in here. Up in here, y'all about made me act a fool. Up in here, y'all about made me lose my cool. Up in here, but sometimes that happens when you are out of your mind. You do some things that make you look like a fool because you lost your cool. But yet, when you're clothed in your right mind, uh, you do some right things. Uh, Speaking of being in our right mind, uh, the the uh, the uh, the Paul says that when I was a child, I what spoke as a child, but when I became a man, I put childish things away because as I mature in my mind, I made sure that I could be doing the right things and not the childish things, the immature things. And, and I want to you to grab this real quick this morning. As a child of God, you should be doing some godly things. We find in this text uh, Jesus coming to a new area. In the Gospel of Mark, it moves from chapter to chapter, verse to verse, saying immediately and as soon as. And so as soon as Jesus got to the other side, it says a man possessed by a demon ran to him. This caught my attention. The man with the problem went to the one who could solve it. But the sad thing was that the demon knew that he was about to be expelled. And look how big the problem was. The problem was so big that no man, nor no chains, no nor tomb could keep him from doing the things that he was doing. Some of you are looking at that and say, I know that that's what the text says. Well, check this out. What about your tongue? Who can control your tongue? No man. No chains can control your tongue. Matter of fact, you can't control your tongue. Hang around with somebody long enough that says those wrong things enough times that one day it might just slip out of your mouth what they used to always say. And then you realize it. Did that just come out of my mouth? You know, you know, I, I, I have the gift of gab. I got the G.O.G. I can just talk with anybody, and the sad thing is that I always don't talk about the right things. Because I'm a jokester, I'm a prankster, and sometimes I cross the line. Sometimes I talk about somebody in jest and fun, but sometimes I go too far. And the problem is that I do it so much that I don't catch myself messing up, because I'm so used to it that I don't control it no longer, that it's just out of control. And then people come by and tell me, you need to be quiet. And I'll be like, shut up. Because can no man, no change control the bad habits that I had. But yet, I found a way to tame this tongue only through the Holy Spirit. Now, when I opened up my Bible and I found out, Sam, out of the same mouth, blessings and cursings should not come, it done woke me up. That Sam need to shut up. And so I realized that I could not control it. But by the grace of God, is somebody with me here this morning? I, I, I can change over a new leaf and put away some childish things and start doing some wise things and start acting like I have some sense, So I can sit in front of Jesus clothed in my right mind. Is that what the text says? They said they found the one who has been, mean past tense, uh, demon-possessed. Uh, so therefore, they saw the past tense, and they see his current state. He went from being demon-possessed, locked up and chained and bound up under the under the, the leadership and being a of, of the mastering of the demon to becoming delivered, sitting at the master's feet. Some of y'all didn't catch that. I'll slow down. Look at what's happening here. Jesus comes to the other side. He comes off the boat, comes to the land. Man, possessed with a demon, runs to him because Jesus says something while he was still far away. Look in the text. I ask you to open up your Bible and stay with me. Don't I won't lead you astray, but if you look at verse 8, it says he said, <laughs> he said for the demon to come out. Y'all see that in your word? But, but when he ran up, it didn't say he said Then he ran. He said he already ran because he already said. What's happening here? This man that no man could control, no chains could lock us at fetters. I mean, they would lock up his feet because they didn't want him roaming around their town. They, they tried to lock him up there, but that didn't work. And, and yet Jesus said one thing, and they came running in a submissive position. On the knees and worship. Why is that? Because even the demons know who's in control. I said, "I read somebody. I'm going to get you. Catch what's happening here. The man is under possession. This man is no longer in control. The demon or Demons, as he says, we are, the spokesman demon says, we are many. We done took over up in this place. We are up in here making him act a fool up in here, up in here. And so in this position that they're in, this man has no control. Some of us find areas in our lives we have no control over. Smoke and I. Want to quit smoking, but I have no control. The urge just gets me, I give in to this urge. Some of you say I'm not an alcoholic, but I just drink every now and then. And every now and then when I do drink, I drink a whole bottle. What they call binge drinking. Drinking in a consecutive time. And more people binge drink than drink on an everyday basis, which is even more dangerous. Because they think they have it under control. I don't have a problem. Have those who have a mouth like my mouth and sometimes saying the wrong things and telling people I don't have a problem. I have it under control. We have those whose fingers get sticky when around things or anything portable or (laughs) movable, that they like to move them to another destination, (laughs) closer to their reach. You you have those who like what everybody else has, uh, everything they have, not just their clothes, but even the people they're with. Some grown-ups in the house tonight. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And you have these people that have no control over these urges. And they're so bad that they have people, you know people, you might be some of the people that try to stop them from doing the things that they do. Only to find out they're still doing the same things you try to stop them from doing. But yet, it came to a halt when somebody showed up. Jesus comes to a Gentile territory. That didn't get somebody. He's not with among the majority of his people. He went to a place full of some Gentile folks. How you know it's Gentile folks, those who are not Jews? Well, first and foremost, there's a pig farm there. The Jews did not raise pigs. They would hang around the pigs, but there's a pig farm right there. And next to that pig farm was a tomb where that man was living in. locked up, but broke out his chains. And he gets so crazy, sometimes he cuts himself with stones. It's amazing when we're out of the mind, the damage we do to our own bodies. And some of us say, well, I'm still all right, but sometimes it's not just physical damage. Sometimes it's emotional damage. In Genesis, it talks about how Adam, how God took Adam's rib, took one rib, one rib, and made woman. But too many times, we try to be God, and men be giving out all their ribs. (laughs) Trying to make woman, and got a whole bunch of women thinking they the one. And they not the one. And so we got a whole bunch of people now emotionally hurt because of somebody being misled, thinking they know what they're doing. But when you first come to God, it's amazing how he can make you go to sleep and wake up and things are all right. We see how this man in this locked up bondage position, Jesus told them that who the son sets free. Is free indeed. We are all slaves of sin. And we all are in bondage and locked up under another subjection. But I'm so glad that Jesus came to set the captive free. This man is in bondage by not just one, but many demons who have took over his life But yet, one word can change his life. And catch what happens here. Uh, Jesus, knowing that he's going to win. The demons already know they have been defeated. Some of y'all can shout out now. That those who are against you can beat who's with you. Sort of like how I suffered when I went out on a basketball court. I wasn't the best player, but I knew how good I was. And I knew how to pick my team to win. And sometimes we would have fun with some of my players. We'd be at Hampton, we'd play, and we'd say, All right, we say, Alright, we're gonna let them score some points. And they get up and then we switch sides. Switch sides cause the other rim is a little bit low, it's not ten feet about maybe nine and a half feet. There's no gravel under that one. Let's run them. Bam! Bam! Game over. Y- y'all want to play again? We felt good because we knew that we were on the winning team. We, we weren't scared of the competition because we knew the potential that we had in beating them. Yes, sometimes we lost because we was playing around, but majority of the time we won because we were confident in what we could do. What I'm here to tell you that there's someone that has the name above every name. That every knee will bow and every tongue does confess that he is Lord. And that someone, Paul got excited, said, greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world, Paul also got excited to say, "I am more than a, a conqueror." What I'm trying to tell you, just like David told Goliath, because I'm standing in the name of the Lord, you can't defeat me. Only got three people on that one. All the mess is happening in our world today, and only three people got excited about that. The enemy is already, all the schemes, all the games, he's trying to stop you and think he can stop you. But Jesus' word can set you free and only three people got happy. All right. If it's only just three that are happy about that, that's all right. But I'm glad about it. Because I realize everybody won't rejoice with me. You see what happened? Jesus Talk to the demons. The Demons looked at Jesus and said, uh, don't, 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 don't punish us now. We know what's about to happen. <laughs> they already know they're about to get knocked out, out for the count. And so they say, don't, 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 don't come do it now. Uh, permit us to go to the pigs. And so Jesus said, well, you can, you can go where you want, but you're going to get up out of here wish I had somebody else with me right here. Think about this for a moment. Because sometimes we get just like that in our prayers. Like, Lord, I, I don't know what's happening next door, but in my house, there's some mess going on that I need you to get up uh, out of here. Uh, my children coming home crazy. Uh, my spouse is not coming home at night. My bills are not getting paid. Uh, my refrigerator is empty. Lord, if you could just take care of me uh, right here. And sometimes we're not worried about what happens somewhere else. But you see what happened, that even as he took care of the demon-possessed man, those demons went into those pigs and they went off the cliff. I want you to grab something real quick here. All the enemy wants to do is destroy you. Look at this, look at this. There was many demons in this one man. And but by the grace of God, they did not kill him before he saw Jesus. Some of us are sitting right now here in this church only by the grace of God. You could have died at birth. You could have died in a car accident. Some of us could have died on a surgeon's table. Some of us could have tripped and fell on our way here and not gotten back up. But by the grace of God. And because of that grace, look at this demon-possessed man. He did not want to leave his place. Where the Lord was, there he wanted to be also. He went from rolling around to fires and cutting himself to being sitting, clothed in his right mind. Some of y'all might have seen that in your life or how you used to dress some other ways. You used to talk some other ways. But when you met Jesus. Those other ways became no ways, and there became only one way, and you started talking that way and walking that way. And this man, they can see the difference, so they showed up, and they saw him sitting down at the master's feet. And then they got a little bit upset because they were not concerned about the miracle that has happened, but they were fearful of the power that was present. And so therefore, they told him, get up out of here in our region. He said, you, you can do what you want to do, but not here. So they kicked him out of the region. Now catch this, catch this, It said that Jesus told the demon-possessed man who wanted to go with him and be with the one who healed him, who redeemed him, who saved him, and changed his mind, reformed and transformed his mind, clothed him in his right mind. But Jesus told him to go to the Decapolis, to the ten cities. So these people kicked out the one that could heal their ten cities. But yet Jesus sent the one who can go heal the ten cities. Somebody didn't get that. Look at the issues that you're going through in your life. How God can transform those issues in your life. That he can redeem you and set you free. Just to enable you and to empower you to go tell somebody else he can do the same for you. See, 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 Jesus realized, okay, y'all don't want me, but that's all right. I got a messenger. That I can send on and he can go and tell everybody. Matter of fact, Jesus was specific said, go tell him what the Lord has done and how he had mercy, uh, how he pitied on you. I'm so glad today uh, I can go tell somebody <laughs> how the Lord's uh, been good to me and, and so mercy on me because just like that demon possessed man, there have been some times uh, I've been out of my mind uh, doing things I was hurt my body, uh, trying to kill because I didn't know which way to go. Uh, but while I, I was still a sinner, uh, lost uh, in my sin, uh, Jesus uh, died on the cross uh, for us. Uh, are you glad about it? Uh, just like that demon possessed man was sinking deeper uh, in sin, uh, he didn't call out the name of Jesus. Jesus just. Uh, sh- showed up unsaid glad, unsaid glad. When you can't call out, when you can't cry out, God can still reach out. God can still talk. He's still in the talking business. Good day now, Zion. May the Lord bless you real good. But on your way home, you ought to tell somebody how the Lord's been good. How he had mercy on your soul. Your family's about to fall apart, but God bless you Back together. The doctor told you you had only so many days to live, but you're still here now. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? Tell somebody I'm glad about it. Good God from Zion. Oh, yeah. Go tell somebody how he clothed you in your right mind. Go tell somebody. That you're sitting at your master's feet. Go tell somebody that he's living and he can change your life. Go tell somebody. You don't have to stay in the condition that you're in. Go tell somebody that Jesus has saved you from sin. Go, Go tell somebody. You don't have to live in this wretched world with your head bowed down. Go tell somebody that you can look up to the hills from which cometh your help and my help. My helper, my helper, my helper comes from the
1: Lord. Amen. Are you clothed in your right mind? Amen. Amen. We surely have been blessed with the message from God. Amen. And we need to take that into our hearts. And tell somebody the good news of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen, amen. amen. The anyone here who do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, I'm not talking about mama's religion. I'm not talking about daddy's religion. I'm talking about you having a personal experience with our Savior. I'm talking about you. Calling on the name of our Savior Jesus Christ. It's not hard, y'all. For God so loved the world that He gave us His only Son. He gave Him to us, y'all. We didn't earn it. We didn't even ask for it. But He gave Him to us so that we can have a relationship with the Father. That's all about our heads. Is there anyone out there who do not know you? Lord Jesus, as a personal Lord and Savior. It's not hard, Lord. All we got to do is confess, Lord, and believe. Say, Say, Lord, I am a sinner. And I desire to have a personal relationship with you. I desire to know you for myself. Lord, I confess my sins before you, Heavenly Father. Father, I thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of my sins, Heavenly Father. Father, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. I thank you for redeeming me, Lord, from destruction. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for loving me when I didn't love myself. For loving me in spite of, Lord, we, we thank you, Lord. If there's anyone out there that's been out of fellowship for a while, and they want to get back into fellowship, don't worry, God still loves you too. It doesn't matter if you're in a backslidden state. It doesn't matter if you haven't been to church in 10, 20, 5 years. God still loves you. And he wants you to come back into the fold. He wants all of his sheep, all of his children to have a relationship. Just tell them, Lord, I'm I'm sorry, Lord, for being in a backslidden state. I'm I'm sorry, Lord, that I didn't worship you. I'm sorry, Lord, that I didn't serve you and call on your holy name. I thank you, Lord, for saving me, and I thank you for forgiving me. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Let us all stand. Father... Diggas will walk in the aisle. Is there anyone out there who desires to come forward, who desires to be a part of this fellowship, to be able to have fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? The people are standing to make it easier for you to walk the aisle. If you're afraid, someone will walk with you. Come on down. You may come now. God loves you. In the name of the Father, thank you, Father, for sending us your Son. My
0: God, my God.
1: Thank you, Father, for loving us in, in, in spite of. In the name of the Son, his, his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, yes, Lord. the one who died for us, my God. so that we can be set free. Hallelujah. Don't worry about how many sins you committed yesterday, because God forgives you of all of them if you confess them. Don't worry about how somebody might be looking at you. Don't be afraid. In the name of the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Lord, we we thank you, Lord, even though, Heavenly Father, no one decided to come forward today, but there's someone out there that may have accepted you as their personal Lord and Savior, Heavenly Father. We we thank you for that, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Yes, Lord. Amen.